Well, hello everyone. Welcome to the ENS Football Podcast. It's episode 26, my lucky number on the roulette wheel. Uh, I'm Nathan Judah. Delighted to be back. Thank you very much to Luke Hatfield, who did an admirable job. Ad- a what, sorry? Admirable job. Better than you, you can say admirable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get him in, get him in. Full-time, full-time contract. Uh, great job, as did Andy Turton, who came on from the, the West Brom point of view. Did, did a good job, Tim, you were there? Well, you want to ask the West Brom expert, he listened to it. What do you think? How well, do you think he did? I like this he, did, he, he didn't get Odie Nagalo, did he? But apart from that, he was good. That is Matt Wilson's voice. He is back on the podcast. Uh, delighted to welcome back two weeks paternity leave. Two weeks paternity leave. Yeah, it was lovely. Thanks. How, how did you get sleep, or was that just lack of sleep? I don't know how it, how it works. No, there's a lot of six a.m. wake up calls and earlier than that as well. But yeah, it was nice. Tim, hi. How's it going? Well, um, why is why is twenty six your lucky number? Um, I don't know. It just always has been. Like I think I used to go to the casino and watch my mum and mum play, and she used to put twenty six on. So now that now I go to the casino, that's <laughs> the insight into your childhood. Twenty six, and like you know, they call it um, star fishing. Twenty six. Is there a is there a crash at the casino? There, there was a crash at the casino. So this you is... were raised in a casino. Yeah, yeah, yeah literally. Say so right. a, a lot about the upbringing you get in Middlesbrough. No idea why I'm a gambling addict. <laughs> uh, so gents, let's talk. Let's let's just talk a little bit generally. Like, did you do a good non-football related activity you did this week? What was an enjoyable non-football related activity? Because people want to know what you do on your time off. Do they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah just, just a quick one. What, what would you, what, Tim? What did you do? Non-football related activity? Was it a meal? Was it was it was it a movie? Was it was it just chilling out? Well, what did I do? I went out Friday night. That was good. Oh yeah. Just went to the uh, the Hogshead. Hogshead. Nice, nice check. Finest public in in, in Wolverhampton. Any, any Wolves fans? Any, any a bit of a chat with them? Anyone asking you any questions? No, no. <laughs> I do get that sometimes, but no, there was nobody. Um, nobody wanted to speak to me, which is which is great. Matt, uh, probably the best thing I did last week. I played table tennis with an old friend, <laughs> which was quite, which was quite fun. Um, Competitive or are you good? Or are you not not great? Is it long rallies, but no no real finishing shots. Uh, he he wasn't very good. Uh, I don't want to name and shame him, but. At one point, I played with my left hand. He didn't realise, and I still beat him. So it was a, it was a good, it was a fun afternoon. No, now for me, the highlight. Ooh, I, I watched, all, I watched all the uh, Alan Partridges over the last couple. Of oh, you did. Yeah. Uh, what well, the the newer ones? No, just the, the old ones. The old Iron Man and Partridge. Just watched them all. Is this just so just that you can? Something to do in it. It's just. It's yeah, just, he, he's, he just he's also done something amazing, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. No, I would do something amazing. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, I wasn't even going to mention that. Actually, the fair. health healthy Super Bowl. Do you see his? Do you see his picture? I saw it. Yeah. Yeah, with, yeah. with the sparkling water. Nothing wrong with the sparkling water at 2am. That's what you need to do when you've had a chicken wing. Just wash it down with the sparkling water. Crikey. Hydrate yourself. Uh, no, I was actually going to uh, bring up when, when Matt was away. Potentially, because he's very active on Twitter. One of his best tweets of all time. Brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> Loved it. Best tweets of all time. Uh, Matt, do you want to talk us through the, the um, your little tweet uh, last week? Yeah, so... Obviously, I was off for two weeks on paternity leave. Um, sent out a little message before I went saying, keep up to date with all the Albion news with our, co- our esteemed colleague, Matt Mayer, and mm-hmm. uh, Express and Star. And I think it was sort of halfway through my second week, just tweeted out a little link to uh, the Barbie full-length video. Full-length Barbie video. <laughs> oh, my Barbie girl in my Barbie world. So, so and, and this, apparently you're not claiming this, that this was your doing. No, I did some digging around what was going on, walked through the flat thinking what on earth happened and uh, found my two-year-old on the iPad pushing buttons, 
Just putting it, pushing any yeah, single person. She sent that tweet though. I can't knock that. I'm not so, convinced uh, that she's very, very copy very, and paste. Very she, bright two year old. She yeah. clicked the share button and uh, yeah, unfortunately my uh, my Twitter account was linked up to the iPad. I, I bet a lot of people listening, their elderly relatives couldn't even manage to, to put out a tweet. Yeah, Matt's two year old has. Oh, she's it's it's insane. She on the phone, she can swipe left and press play on videos and things like that. It's it's a bit scary. Oh, it's scary, isn't it? Unbelievable. And 120 new followers of, of the age of four and below. <laughs> Always a bonus to, to boost that account. Good banter. Okay, uh, this week, guys, and um, we'll look back at the weekend. We'll have a little preview, obviously, of the games this week. We'll have Lambert Watch. Ricky. Ricky. Ricky, you tart. Ricky. Uh, <laughs> massive in. We've got we've got a new popular segment two weeks going. Abuse of the week. Abuse of the week. Abuse <laughs> of the week. You tart. Um, so yeah, plenty of that. I think we're pretty stocked up on that. I think for the next month or so. Abuse of the week. Yeah. Well, have you had quite a lot of yeah, you? A little bit. Uh, abuse of the week. We'll have the quiz. We'll have predictions. Tim, I know you've got to go. You've got to. You've got Paul Lambert in. Lambert. Lambert. Paulie L. Paulie L. Yeah. yeah. Got a date with As Paul. He's affectionately known. Um, yeah. So we're going to rifle through. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> we've got apart from me. Yeah. Well, we've got about 45 50 minutes so we'll, we'll crack on uh, let's start with West Bromwich Albion okay um, another excellent win they, they they win the games they're supposed to and now they're a little cheeky cheeky shot at Europe well they definitely win the games they're supposed to um, after the weekend I, I I looked at the results and, and worked out that in the last 10 games against teams outside the top six, uh, they've won eight and drawn two, which, nice. is, which is a ridiculous That's record. That's incredible. And the two games they drew were away at Hull and away at Middlesbrough, which both games you could argue they, they, they could have and should have won. Yeah. Um, it's just phenomenal, really, how, how Pulis has turned this around Do from last year. Sunderland? Sunderland? Sorry, Sunderland. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just phenomenal how they've turned this around. Um, it, no, no, they beat Sunderland at home. It was, it was Middlesbrough and Hull, oh, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, well. it doesn't matter. Okay. He's... After last season's sort of grind, they they they're playing with such panache um, and such exciting football as well going forward. On Saturday against Stoke, especially down the left-hand side with Chadley, Morrison, Brunt, and Rondon, it was just it was it was it was wonderful football to to watch. And you know, it's a complete I can't I can't really put it into words. It's such a such a change from last season, which was which was at times terrible, especially at this part of the campaign um, after James Morrison got injured. They'd go whole games without having shots on target. Yeah, I had eleven shots in the first half uh, on Saturday um, against a Stoke team who, who I was actually quite disappointed with. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's just a happy day at the Hawthorns at the moment. So, so probably the best of the football they've seen in years. The fans um, riding high, you know, winning, beating teams, uh, getting points, scoring goals, and yet the crowd attendances. Well, this really is disappointing. Well, this is the interesting thing. Stoke sold out their end. Um, in the Hawthorns on Saturday, but the attendance still didn't touch 24,000. It was, I think it was 23 something. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were a lot of empty seats in the Brummy Road end and uh, also uh, over in Millennium Corner. And I, the reason behind that is because that game was a Category A game because Stoke are now Albion's nearest rivals, so that the tickets were a bit more expensive. Um, they couldn't really offer uh, a deal for it because they've been offering so many deals um, this season on various different games that actually, for a long period of time, and I think it, it's only just started to be the case that season tickets holders weren't getting a good deal. They, they mm. were actually paying more for their tickets, right. which is a bit unacceptable, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, I think a so, lot of clubs fall into that trap. Just a quick one. If, um, if Villa and Blues or Wolves are in the Premier League, mm. would Stoke still be Category A? Um, I don't know. Probably, probably, I would imagine. I mean, is that a category A game? Really? 
it's not a traditional derby. It's not, but it has it has add, got a bit of added spice in recent years. Albion never used to beat Stoke. They were the perennial bogey team for decades, really. But sure, they've been a mid-table team for, for years. Like They'll always be a mid-table team who traditionally played pretty bad football. I mean, it's not the most but, attractive of fixtures. But the, but the context of the game is there's a bit of spice there because since Tony came, um, they, Albion have now won, I think, all but one of their games and drawn the other one. There's there's been a bit of needle in the game, and as as was shown at the full, at the uh, final whistle on Saturday. So, but if there was a bit of needle against Swansea from years gone by, you wouldn't make that a category A game, would you? No, I know what you mean. I think maybe um, it's been made a category A game. I, I I don't know whether it was last season, but I think maybe it is now definitely because you know they are the nearest rivals. I know what you mean though. What you're trying to say, fair weather Albion fan who isn't a season ticket holder, isn't going to go. Oh, I really want to go and see this game. Yeah, as, uh, if, if it's the case that they've made it category just because it's the most local team, mm-hmm. that's I mean that's. I'll have to look into it. I don't. I don't know if it was category A last year or not. But um, but yeah, I, yeah. Actually, you know, if Villa, Wolves, and Blues come up in Stoke mm-hmm. and then you know they're shunted down the pecking order in terms of rivalry, but yeah. they've yeah. they've helped fill a void this season, I suppose. A bit of rivalry and uh, and an old boy uh, made an appearance as well as a substitute. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, Berahino came on, didn't yeah. touch the ball for 21 minutes. Wow. And he looked lost up front, uh, if I'm honest. And he looked big as well. He looked unfit. Um, I kind of felt a bit sorry for him because he was making the runs and Stoke just weren't playing the right passes to him he was mm. he was making the darts in behind and they, were, they, they just weren't finding him at all instead trying to they, I think they still thought Peter Crouch was on because they kept clipping the ball up in the air which Dawson and McCauley were just dealing with easy um, there was a really nice moment though uh, on the byline when Craig Dawson who is probably the polar opposite to Berahino in terms of um, personality and, and potentially even you know talent and where they've come from Dawson has come from non-league Radcliffe Borough he's worked his way up through the leagues worked hard you know when he when Pulis arrived at the club he put him at right back probably thought that was a quick fix probably Pulis probably thought I'll buy my own better right back in time but Dawson's worked hard and, and and now he's probably one of the first names on the team sheets and now he's getting a chance in his favourite position at centre half whereas Berahino you know the opposite sort of happened over the last 18 months. He was he had the world at his feet and through his own fault and through his own poor decision-making, he's now, I mean, I think he was lucky to get a move to Stoke, if I'm honest, looking at him now. But, um, you know, when when Dawson turned him on the byline uh, in, I think it was something like this, 75th minute or something, he got the biggest cheer of the day, yeah. almost as big as the goal. So, yeah. you know, that just goes to show that, that, that Tony likes players like Dawson who are willing to put the effort in and work hard and, He's building something good there, um, it has to be said. And Jake Livermore came in for his full debut and he was absolutely superb. <coughs> he was, I think um, we did some stats on it and uh, he, he made more interceptions than anyone else in the Premier League. Um, and he also, um, his range of passing was, was fantastic mm. and he was man of the match and he looks like a, a great buy now as well. The, the whole, this whole drug situation, we, you know, failed a potential drugs test and... West Brom released it on the eve of the game or a couple of days before the game. Mark Hughes not, not shaking hands with, with Tony Pulis. Where do you stand on that? Do you think that'll been a bit, bit naughty? Do you think it has leaked out? Well, there's no, there's, it's not been confirmed that it's been leaked by West Brom. That's what Ryan Shawcross and Mark Hughes have insinuated. Um, if, you were to put, if I was to put money on someone leaking it, I would say it's probably Pulis. Mm-hmm. But again, we don't know if it was or not. Um, the reason it didn't come out beforehand is because the FA actually ordered Albion not to reveal it. It's a directive that they have for rehabilitation because this was an out of 
um, test drugs test. It was right. it was not in during action. It wasn't after a game, as yeah. it were. And it's a re, it was you know, a recreational drug. Um, as part of their rehabilitation scheme, they say they ask clubs not to reveal it. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes it comes out, I, I guess, and this time it didn't. So was this whole fat camp then? Was this a bit of a charade, or did this actually happen? Was it was this what was you know? No, he definitely less... went. He definitely went down to France. I think it was actually Monaco. He went to, but um, this, but but it was during this this ban. Is is this like okay? Well, you should get in shape, but let's get you out the light. You know, spend four or five weeks, six weeks away. Let's get most of this ban gone, and then you can come back. You know what yeah. I mean? So it was. Yeah, I think his ban ended in December, but then by then, you know, he <laughs> he's not going to get in the team because Albion were playing so well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he looked he looked a bit unfit mm. on Saturday, and actually, I think Albion have offloaded a tr- have offloaded um, mm. you know a big potential troublemaker for you know twelve to fifteen million pounds. It looks like it looks like increasingly like good business. Now, Sado might go on and have a great career at Stoke. You know, he's got a five and a half year contract there. He might score. 20 goals next season, who knows? Um, but he was never going to do that at Albion. So. Five and a half years. I know. I missed that. Five and a half years. Oh, yeah, and it'd be on Wedge as well. Five and a, I'm just going to say it again. Five and a half Five years. Five and a half but years. But the thing about that, though, is I think in this day and age, um, it's although Berahino has been <laughs> rotting uh, in, you know, in the reserves for a while, I think in this day and age, it's quite unlike... <laughs> It's quite un- unlikely for that to happen, if you know what I mean. So Albion's new chairman have got, uh, has put in this new um, idea that what he does is he gives players, all of the players, all the squad players, longer contracts. So he gave Gardner a two-year contract in October, but then they've, they've sold him now. Yeah. Um, because actually what, what giving a player a longer contract does is it tells buying clubs, no, no, we really like this player, mm-hmm. we want to keep him. And it actually strengthens your position in negotiation. Yeah, but also, from Berahino's point of view... <laughs> yeah, it's great he, for him, but... It's fantastic It's great for him. And what's he done to earn that? I'd be giving him 18 months and saying, uh, earn, earn an extra year if you do well on top of that. No. Games played, goals scored, whatever. It doesn't... Give him five and a half years. Sit, sit on your ass for five and a half years, lad. No, it doesn't, earn, it doesn't matter. Grand a week. It doesn't matter to Premier League clubs. They've got so much money. I just think they that's just... such a bad signal to the player who's known not... To struggle with motivation and to get himself prepared yeah, for the life of a professional footballer, he hasn't managed to do that. So to say you're our player for five and a half years, well, it depends which way. There's two ways of looking at it, isn't there? You can either say, "Look, we believe in you, we trust in you." Now, now's the time to knuckle down and work hard with us, or you say, "Or it depends what kind of player you are." Yeah, no, it does. From the outside looking in, I would say he needs to kick up the arse. Eighteen months, you score us score us ten goals next season, and you can you can have an extra. But year. there are there are different. You know I mean? but, but, but but then you might not get him because if you're offering an eighteen month contract, another club's offering no. a three and a half year deal. Then of course he's going to go there, isn't he? He's going to go for the guarantee. Well, I don't, think, don't, I don't think many were in for him. I don't, of it, yeah, so. I don't think many. I don't think there were many um, other options for him to be honest. But uh, yeah, a great result. Pulis was delighted. Hughes got a bit petty afterwards. Yeah. Um, it's all good it's three points end of the day three points six wins out of seven in the league now at the Hawthorns which is a fantastic return and yeah happy days happy days not so happy days at the Pirelli though uh, and that was that was just the press food well there was no such thing was there no no food biscuits you, you were devastated weren't you I was devastated you know, I don't mind admitting I had a couple of couple of, couple of, I was out a couple of oranges at the hog's head couple of uh, name check yeah on Friday night um, didn't have breakfast Saturday morning I was thinking, and not many service stations on the way, no. on the A38, whatever no. it was. So I was thinking, I'm going to fill my boots here at the Pirelli. Walked up the stairs, so, smells. So, so, smells great. Unbelievable. Walked through the corridor of food with, oh. with all the executive boxes either side. Ah, oh, I could smell gravy, Amazing. absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Um, got in the room. Wow. Do you want a Bourbon? <laughs> 
Dodger? Do you want a jammy? Bourbon. Well, yeah, just a, a small selection nice, of, of uh, small selection of dry biscuits, which didn't fulfil my appetite whatsoever. No, no, you were you were steaming when I got in there. <laughs> so fuming. No, I, was, I, I never really eat the food at the press at the press uh, grounds, mm. but I thought on this one occasion, you know, I could definitely do with a bit of a bit of stodge. Sort me yeah. out for the after anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, but at least you were entertained by by the product of ninety minutes in front of you. That was pretty atrocious. I enjoyed the view. The view was say, great. We're looking for positives here. We were sat right by the away dugout, which yeah. is a um, fantastic perspective to watch it from. Got a good view of the Burton Albion mascot. <laughs> wow, that's probably the worst of the season. Or oh, two of them. There was a boy and a girl. Just looked like well, um, Ivan the Terrible, basically. Yeah. Is that weird. what they were supposed to be? I'm sure. not really. I'm not. I'm not. I didn't look into it. And they should have a big uh, pint glass. You know, they're brewers, aren't they? Oh, yeah, yeah, like that, yeah. Maybe he just was a, you know, a drunk and lost his way. Oh, yeah, he's definitely seen better days, this, this, this <laughs> mascot, to be fair. But they were, they were poor, weren't they? From, from start to finish, really. Yeah, they didn't, didn't turn up first time since Cardiff, mid-December, which is when they were just as bad. Um, I mean, Lambert was pretty scathing afterwards, as was Lee Evans. Basically, they were complacent. I think go, going, going in 1-0 at half-time really didn't help in a weird way. They scored just before the break. They'd done nothing all half. And I think, well, it seems like, you know, Lee Evans said it, the players thought that was it. They'd come out second half and, and, and ride it out pretty easy. But it's not the case against, you know, teams fighting for their lives in the Championship, of which some would say Wolves are won. But, um, <laughs> so they just didn't turn up second half. Really disappointing. It was a terrible pitch and they didn't adapt to it whatsoever. Lots of long ball. Costa had a ro- proper off day. Nothing in midfield. Dodgy team selection as well for me. Yeah, he just selected the team that won at Anfield. How yeah. long? How long's Costa's contract? He has got four and a half. Four and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I think. The, well, the, the difference with Costa is they've spread. They've given him a long contract to spread, to spread the um, finances of the deal right. over a long term, so not to hurt themselves financially. Because obviously they can't can't afford thirteen million in one season. No. So they spread it out over a few years. Um, but yeah, no. So really poor, really poor day all round, and all that talk of you know chasing the top six a week before. Yeah, it's a bit daft, really. It did. It was a bad day at the office. Um, but I want to move on because you know we, we've talked about. Yeah. That. Do you know? I would just add. I'm not sure if this is on the agenda Go on. for today. But Wolves um, talking to ticket prices. Wolves announced their season ticket uh, prices for next season no, last week. It was on the agenda, but but kept oh, it was. Was it? No, it wasn't. Carry on. Um, I mean, too much research. I just thought a really good inventive offer, actually, which, you know, Wolves have done some good offers over the years, but nothing like this. They've basically said if they sell 16,500 season tickets by the end of May, everybody gets a partial refund. How much? Up to 120 quid. It's good that. Off. That's very smart. It is smart. That's interesting. And the sales have reflected it well already, and they, they landed it straight after the Liverpool game on the day that Costa signed. So, you know, obviously obviously deliberately, but, you know, fantastic marketing. Um, I'm not sure if they'll shift that many, but I think I think it's a great idea. Numbers at the moment? Um, well, I interviewed Laurie Dalrymple last Thursday and they'd sold 1,700 in three days. Very good. Which is a 400% increase on year-on-year. Year. Last year. But the big thing that he said was that 38% of those were new people. Really? Because it's open, obviously, to everybody. Mm. Yeah. And that's what they want. They want new fans. They want to film Molyneux. You know, Molyneux's got 10,000 empty seats every week. 
So they've got to, got to try something, um, and they have done, so fair play. We'll see how So that's happens. basically an incentive for Wolves fans to tell their mates, go on, that's, buy a well, season ticket because I could yeah, save some money. and that's it, and they're trying to garner this kind of togetherness and everybody's in it together, and that's that's their way of doing it. So It's a new pyramid scheme to a certain extent. It's a, yeah. bit, it's a bit strange. What if they sell at 16,400? Well, yeah, I, I, I brought that up in the interview, and he said, um, I said, you know, would there be like a, a, a smaller refund on offer if that happened? And he, he said... He said he said it's a question for another day, which I think is fair enough because they're not going to announce it now because they want people to buy of season course, tickets. Absolutely, yeah. um, but win-win, they want one of you full next season. It's about time it happens, so good idea. Um, one thing that's going to help them get fuller is obviously Helder Costa. You spoke to Dalrymple about fuller. it. Fuller. Fuller. Um, we have this discussion. You think they'll sell him in the summer. I think he'll, he'll be staying next season. After speaking to, to the chief executive, have you changed your stance slightly? Well, he said, he said point blank... Well, he said, I can't rule out selling anybody this summer because that would be completely foolish. You know, they're a championship club. They can't rule out selling one. But he said they haven't bought him to sell him this summer. So he'll, you know, he'll live and die by that. If they sell him this summer, he'll he'll he'll, he'll be the one that carries the can for it. So he said, no, you know, you've got to place your faith in that. Interestingly, I spoke to Dave Edwards after the Barnsley game last week and said um, the whole squad must have been lifted by this. Fantastic. Everyone must be on such a high... And he kind of started by saying, "Yeah, well, you know, we don't really know what's going to happen in the future." So I think, I think, mm. I think, it's, if Wolves aren't in the Premier League by the end of next season, he'll leave. But that's not nothing new in oh, that. Then, he's he's, a, t- he's a top quality player, and you know, may, maybe as soon as January if they're struggling next season. But um, well, you think he might start? You know, 2016, 2017 squad. If Wolves are in the Championship for the next four years, he won't still be there because he he's won't. one of the highest paid players, if not the highest paid player in their whole history. So it's not a deal for the championship. It's a deal to help them get promoted. But yeah, I do feel more confident that he hasn't been bought to be sold because mm-hmm. you know you've got to you've got to take what's what, what you told on face value, haven't you? What what give, give me a figure now in the summer? Obviously, fans would be up in arms, or a lot of them would be if he got sold on for a profit. What would be the cap of of money? You know, some, someone spending some money where you think, okay, that's a great deal. I can't. I'm not even what, going so to go. If, if someone offered twenty million, something offered some something silly. What you, would you, you, you couldn't turn down twenty million, could you? I don't think you don't think you make seven, seven million, million profit, in, seven well, million in seven minus months. wages. You make seven million in seven months. Six and a half million. Yeah. They did the same with the phobie. Bought a phobie for two million. A year later, he was gone for ten. Mm-hmm. Great business. Mm-hmm. So you think that twenty million and they should sell him in the summer? He's a fantastic player, but you know, um, irreplaceable as everybody is. So yeah. as, you know, as hard and as cold as it is to say, um, if the kind of money came in, twenty million for any player, a championship club can't turn that down. No, no. And, well, we'll, uh, we'll see, we'll see. But and going on from what, what Darrymple said about them, next year's a big year. They want to challenge. They, they yep. they're not too far away. Yeah. You would you would think that that lends lends itself to Costa staying at least until Christmas and, and see where they are at Christmas. Yeah, time. it's a massive statement of intent for Wolves. It's a flag, flagship signing, record signing in their history. They they're going to look pretty daft in the summer if they sell him, and a lot of fans will be very unhappy. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, he, he he thinks that they're not too far off financially from having a very good squad. Yeah. So he said, you know, the amount of players that come in, that's up to Kevin Thelwell, that's his job, gaps in the squad. But he said, from a financial point of view, they don't have to spend much money this summer mm-hmm. to have a very good squad that's ready to challenge for a promotion. I'd agree with that. One, one last thing, I, I haven't got it in the notes, but just, just with these talking about the squad next year, very quickly, Danny Bart was dropped yep. um, from Saturday, which was a bit of a shock, I think, to a lot of people. Yep. I know that people have been wanting that for a while, plenty of the fans... 2017-2018, Danny Barr obviously will be in the Wolf squad. 
Can you see him as captain next year, or do you think that, that, that Paul Lambert will change it? Well, I think he'll be back on the team on Saturday, so I don't think, I don't think there's... Uh, if you look at the two goals that were conceded, both, mm. both scored by unmarked players in the six-yard box, uh, I think you have to suggest that there'll be defensive changes on Saturday, and Danny Bart's the first one to come back in. Mm -hmm. So, yes. Who's the centre-back pairing? Uh, Stearman and Hawes, who have been the, the top two recently and you know fully deserve their places. I think it was a good decision from Lambert. Maybe give Danny Bart a kick up the arse as well. That's the third time I've said arse today. This is this <laughs> an arsey podcast. Um, but I think he'll be back in the team on Saturday. I think he's played very well of late. As, as far as form this season, yeah. he was unlucky to be dropped because he's playing pretty much as well as he has done for a little while. Yeah. Um, sure, delighted to miss out on Anfield, uh, Anfield game there. Was a few of them, yeah. Mm. Jack Price would be another, mm. and Bud Varson didn't start. And, yeah. yeah, but that's what you want. You want competition for places in the sense that yeah. the players are playing well. You don't mm. want to be thinking, oh, I've got three out of four players, I've got to pick two of those. No, before the Burton game, there were 20 players who could say, I played really well in my last game, be it the Cup or the League, pick me. Mm. No, it didn't go very well at Burton. So, But in general, the squad, the squad is, um, is firing. Good stuff. You know what time it is? No. It's Lambert Watch. Oh, Ricky! Should give me two minutes of advance Ricky. warning. Ricky, it's going to be Lambert Watch. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Ricky! <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. It is Ricky Lambert Watch. That was Tim Spears with, I think, fantastic Bianca Jackson. Thank you. Shouting at decibels that you cannot, just, just incredible decibels. Have you, do you a Senders fan? No, no, no. No? no you remember it? I remember it. It's still on. No, but I mean, no, no, Bianca oh yeah, yeah, I know, Ricky. I know Bianca and Ricky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you defended Lambert last time on this podcast, saying he wasn't that bad. He was dreadful. He was dreadful in Albion shirt. Oh no, I didn't say he wasn't bad in an Albion shirt. He was poor in Albion shirt. No, he, wasn't poor, his, he was dreadful. His career. I just think you're... he's going down the Swanee. Oh, yeah, oh. but he's. You... Oh mate, he's gone. He's gone, mate. He's gone. He has gone. He's gone. You're highly critical of a man who's had a very successful career. He reminds me of a horse who's got to jump 20 of 27 at the National. Yeah. And he's fallen. And do you know what? It's very sad. It's very sad. But the best thing to do is to put him down. <laughs> it's the kindest thing to do. <laughs> Please say that in the podcast I pictured this week there'll be, there'll be a horse with a Ricky Lambert head on. Going up the going oh, up that hill. I've, I've lost it. I've lost lost patience with Ricky. Going I'm, up I'm that, really that hill at Cheltenham and just fading fast. You know, you 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 got your ticket there. You got your each way bet. He's second. He's got a chance. Third. How, how can he fifth. let? How can he let his career slide like this? Remember him at Southampton. Yeah. In, England. Unbelievable. And then he went to Liverpool like a little fanboy. Mm. Oh, I want to play for Liverpool. Please, yeah, you're not play. good enough, mate. You're not good enough. That was a long time ago, though, wasn't it? Yeah, but he's done nothing since then, has he? Cardiff City nil, Norwich City one. Uh, was the game of the weekend. Ricky Lambert, not in the squad. Not in the squad. How old is Ricky Lambert? Uh, very old. 34, 35. 34, 35, going on 52. Similar age, <laughs> similar age to yourselves, maybe? Yeah. I Probably fitter than yourselves, maybe? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I, <laughs> I know, I know. I know for a fact that's the case. And still... Oh, I think he's gone. I mean, he can't score. He can't score on the pitch. He can't score off it. What are you, what are you trying Tim, to say? What do you it's mean? Game over for him. You'd be speaking to Mrs. Lambert. Yeah. <laughs> What's that mean? Can't score off the pitch. Well, I'm just saying he can't score. He's not on the bench. He's, he's not in the squad. He's a good-looking lad. Is he? Um, is he injured? Rubbish chin. Is he injured? He's got a back. Yeah, no, he's just rubbish. He's got a bit of back complaint, but I think he's gone. I think you've gone, mate. I think it's all over. No, many, I, hold out hope. I hold out hope. I need oh. two goals and they can they can both be scored when Cardiff visit Molyneux 
in yeah. April. That's like Cardiff, the script. Where are Cardiff That's in the, the league? They're going to sort of mid-table obscurity, are they? Around about Wolves' position. So yeah. that by the end of the season, you know, it might give them a game or two just because there's nothing riding. Yeah, there, there, there could be there could be a couple of games towards yeah. the end of the season. I've got no doubt about that, but that doesn't bother me in the slightest. That Molyneux, I'm, I'm, I'm a romanticist. Can you imagine? Can you imagine um, if that happened? I literally, I, I literally would leave the ground. I, so would I. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to <laughs> head. Yeah, exactly. Name check. That'd be the intro <laughs> sorted, wouldn't it? <laughs> Yeah. Um, we, I tell you what we do need to we need to get some lyrics for this next segment Abuse of the Week Abuse of the Week Abuse of the Week you tart why do we need lyrics I just I think, I think you can't good. say you tart that's Ricky's bit yeah I know but it's the nicest thing that I could think of right because you've got some abuse this week Abuse. Have you got some abuse this week, Matthew? Um, I, well, I've been off to know, not really, apart from the Barbie abuse that I got. Well, that, listen, all, all abuse counts in abuse girl. of the week. Okay, I'll... Who are we going to start off with this week? <laughs> <laughs> who was that big guy, the big bald guy who came on saying... Do, 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 do. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Come on, Barbie, let's, let's go party. party. Can you name Aqua's Here. other hit? Ooh. Oh, and um, it came up very, very quickly, very quickly. after. Yeah, wonder why. Um, and and had the same kind of lyrics yep. to it. Did a bit like Cotton oh, Eye oh, Joe. Oh, oh, go on. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> easy. Doctor Jones. Yeah. Oh, calling Doctor Jones. Stone Star. Great song. That was very good. Very good by you. I like that. Written, so, written about former Wolves manager Dave Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, which is answer number three on the quiz this week. <laughs> uh, so, Tim, Tim, it literally is. Tim Spears, what is your abuse of the week this week? I've got two this week, going to share them both. Go on. Uh, I put a tweet out during the Burton disaster saying, New Adico looking sharp today. Which yep. he was. Yes. First half an hour, he looked good. Yeah. Is today when the drought ends? I asked. Question mark. <laughs> Response from Tom. Mm. F, Tom. F off, Tim. EA scored in about two years. Who gives an F if he scores today? Very good. Who was that from? Very good. Very good. Very good Tom. Tom Saibo. S-I-B-O. Thanks, Tom. Underscore. Thanks, Tom, for that abuse of the so week. So I asked him if he was okay. Yeah. And, uh, you, well, you said, you didn't ask him if he was okay. You put to that reply, you put, you didn't say, are you okay? You put, you okay, hun, <laughs> with a question mark. So you're, you're trying to rile him there, aren't you? And he said, not with balls like that, I'm not. Ooh. Obviously, you didn't say balls. Oh, uh, and second one from a guy called Western, bit of a questionable character. Go on. Tweets everything in capital letters, drops a C bomb an awful lot. Oh, yeah. Very, ang- very angry. There was lots Twitter of Twitter there was lots of C bombs at the Hawthorns, <laughs> by the way. It was, it was <laughs> very blue. He, uh, yeah, very angry character. I blocked him many moons ago. Okay. Um, you released him? No, no, no. But J- James Fielden, Jimmy Fielden. Oh, Jimmy. Jimbo. Jimmy F. He drew my attention to a tweet that this guy had put out. It's called Stubsy Droids. Okay. Stubsy Droids. Uh, me and Fielden, a bit of banter on Twitter. Yeah. This guy says in capital letters, want to throw my phone in the sea when I put Twitter on and see a convo between Spears and Fielden. <laughs> oh, the Jedward of Twitter. Oh, the Jedward of Twitter. Of which I think you released a picture. So and then is, so somebody is it Fielden bald. Somebody uh somebody then mocked a mocked a picture of me and Fielden <laughs> as Jedward, which with- I'll, I'll tweet out with the with the podcast link later. Absolutely brilliant. It's good, isn't it? Very, very good. Didn't enjoy Jedward. Very disappointed they didn't win Slow's Big Brother. Oh, did you carry on watching it? I did watch it to the bitter end, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Who won? Uh, Jamie O? No, Colleen Nolan from the from the um right. loose loose women or whatever, but oh. Right. Yeah, not good. Jamie O'Hara, what was his crack? Oh Jamie O'Hara had to didn't even get a, didn't even get his, his big exit because he got chucked out through the side door. Why? 
Um, they do like cruel twists, and one of them was he got found the most boring of the house, so he got chucked out the side door with no ex interview. Or it wow. was the next night. That'd yeah. be like you when you leave the NS. 100%. M most boring out the side door. <laughs> Um, abuse of the week. I got I got a few uh, this week. Um, one from Liverpool, which I didn't because I couldn't share with you last week because uh, Hatfield was doing such a good job. Um, obviously, buzzing, great day. Went to go and speak to the fans. Uh, loads and loads of great sound bites from them. Apart from one guy who I didn't even ask to to, to record him. He just came up to me and went, "Mate, you're massively punching above your weight with your misses." And then walked <laughs> off. And walked off. I was like, "What was your misses there?" No, I just put a picture of me and Mrs. at like a Harry Potter play about. I think that's a compliment. Four months ago. That's a compliment. <laughs> I take I take that as a compliment. Well, it's a backhanded well, compliment. It's isn't a very it? backhanded compliment. It's, which a, I, it's a compliment nonetheless. My response was, "You don't have to live with her, mate." Oh, um, oh. You know, she listens to this podcast. Um, <laughs> next, next one. Next I mean, he's one. right. I've got, was, yeah. He was right in what he said. Yeah. Last, last season at MK Dons, and I was it was about 10, 10 to ten or something like that. And I'm interviewing fans, and I got a few. Um, something like uh, what was it? Was it? Um, There's only one Nathan Judah, like in the background. One is it banter, but I quite liked it. Yeah, that that's changed now to um, oh to yeah, what, I heard about to, this to the Bert, Burton Albion. I might have to replace one of the consonants, but it was more like when I was interviewing. There was a Nathan Judah. What a banker! What a banker! <laughs> <laughs> For about 45 seconds of this woman interview. So so I'm sorry to sorry to Tom who I interviewed. But uh, yeah, your interview didn't really get shown too much on the <laughs> on the fans' vox pops. That's a great game. abuse of the week. Yeah, a very good abuse of the week. I've got I've got a little one. Go on. a little one. When I because obviously the Albion Stoke fans clashed after the game. Yeah, uh, a little bit of argy bargy in the Smetherkens. Put up a little video saying. Tiny bit of argy bargy, mm. um, and Stokey Jace got in touch. Stokey Jace, yeah. Um, stop making something out of nothing, you tool. Oh, you tool. So, was yeah. it was tool the word used? Yeah, tool. Oh, very polite. Yeah, the Albion fans, I think. Well, Stoke. He's a Stoke fan. Stoke Stokey, Stokey oh, Jace. Okay. Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah, Stokey Jace. Yeah. It's one thing getting a tweet, but it is another being <laughs> sung yeah. songs to in the street. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's, that's not happened to me. That's taking the abuse to a new level. That yeah. Is. Uh, we got one from Peter Dudson for me and you. After oh, yeah. our video. Dudson? Peter Dudson, literally double O. I had to double check that, but double O. Peter Dudson, uh, name check. Uh, Wolves are a below average team. Maybe these idiots will stop talking about the playoffs. What, me and you? Yeah. I don't think we talked about the playoffs too much, have no, we? No, not really. We just said where they want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Dudson. 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 The first block, block of the week. <laughs> could be block of the week. That could be a new one. Um, thanks, those. That was abuse of the week. So let's move on. Ready? Ready. Ready. Okay, big games this weekend. Let's go to Wolves first. Yep. Uh, evening kickoff. Uh, let's do the double Wolves versus Newcastle United live on Sky and the return of John Joe Shelby. Boo. Boo. Many people remember him from such suspensions as Roman Sace. <laughs> Very good. Uh, what <coughs> a bit about that game and, and what you're feeling and, and how do you think the um, how do you think it'll be on that night? How do you think it'll go down? Uh, Newcastle definitely beatable. I think they've proved in recent weeks they are fallible. Uh, Wolves have beaten them obviously once already this season. I think the worry is that Dwight Gale's on his way back from injury, and I think it's the first time that him and Shelby would have played together for a, quite a long time. But yeah, obviously the narrative's all going to be around Shelby. Interesting to see if Roman Sace is involved. Yeah, um, back I from mean, Acon, in training. Yeah, he was back in time for Burton, but not considered ready. So if you look at the way Wolves' midfield performed at Burton on Saturday, you've got to say he's in with an outside, outside start of, better starting. <gasps> oh, hey, Ooh. no, it there. He may start. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, he got four games in Africa for, for um, 
the place where he lives. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Morocco. Wow. <laughs> and uh, Tajine City. Interestingly, it's centre half. Right. Uh, he was on the left side of a back three. I won't see him at centre half for Wolves, but um, I don't think we will be seeing him at centre half. I don't think we will be seeing him at centre half for Wolves, but he may start in midfield on Saturday. I thought uh, Evans and Savile completely yeah. let, let 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 the game pass them by basically. Mm-hmm. So Price and Edwards options as well. Anyway, really tough game for Wolves, but uh, uh, the the big thing for me is that all the big games this season. Now you count your big games as your derby, which is Blues away. They won Villa. They should have won away. They were fantastic at Villa Park and they beat them at home. Newcastle away, that was a big game, they won. And the two cup games at Stoke and Liverpool, they won. Mm-hmm. So that's all the big games this season for me that they've either won or should have won, as in the Villa away game. Yeah. So that bodes well. I think I think they'll I think we'll see a much improved performance from Burton. Um and you never know, they might sneak it. It should be a fantastic occasion anyway. Newcastle bring four thousand two hundred fans. Awesome. Another big Molyneux game under the lights. But yeah, the big thing is gonna be team selection, because like I said, he's got an awful lot of players to choose from. No one really turned up at Burton, so he could make wholesale changes or he could stick with the ones that um, mm. that have done him so well in the Cup. So mm. it'll be really interesting to see. And the, the whole Rafa thing might open yeah. the door. What do you mean? Well, if Rafa Benitez, you know, he's a bit of dis- unrest up there. He's his toys out the pram a little bit, isn't he? With his lack, open of, the, yeah. lack of activity might in general. Open the door, so. Yeah, if, if they turn up on the day, then then they'll beat Wolves because they've got the best team in the division by by distance, I think. Mm-hmm. But they've proved to be inconsistent in recent weeks. They've struggled against teams like Blackburn. Um, and prove that they're beatable. So if Wolves get in their faces and get an early goal, then um, then you never know. Yeah, Brighton the same as well. They're, they're faltering, aren't they? They've had their, their yeah. It their always happens. You, you very rarely get it's a the team top that two on walks away with it. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> we'll be getting more from idiots from Peter Dudson if we start talking about the top two. But they've got a run of five home games coming up, so it's it's key. It's you know to get some points on the board and start building that momentum up again would would be great. It's what's needed. Why is there five in a row? That's a lot. They um, bit of FA Cup. So, the, F- so the Chelsea home games in the middle of it. And the Huddersfield game was was when they were supposed to be in the fourth right. round, mm-hmm. so that's been rearranged as well. So yeah, it's just a, it would have been three, but now it's five. West Brom travelled to the Olympic Stadium. Uh, West Ham United. I think this is an interesting game because obviously Albion have got beaten by your big boys this season. They've beaten the teams as opposed to, but West Brom nine, uh, West Brom eighth, and West Ham ninth. Mm. Similar sides this year, or what they're expecting to do. So this is a good test, isn't it, for them? Yeah, it's going to be an interesting game. I mean, last week. It was 8th v 9th because Stoke were 9th at the time and Albion came through that, um, outplayed Stoke and probably should have won by more than one goal. I'd be interested to see how they do at West Ham. They've been better at home than they have on the road, although they have still been pretty good. Mm. You know, Good wins at Southampton, for sure. example. Um, but West Ham, uh, yeah, as you said, they're, they're coming into a bit of form now. Uh, they were dreadful in the first half of the season, but uh, they've got Andy Carroll firing um, and they look like uh, a much more collected team now that payet has gone that whole issue is, uh, has subsided so um, Snodgrass I can't, in and Snodgrass in he's a good player I, I can't really call it I, mm. I, I wouldn't be surprised if West Ham won I wouldn't be surprised if Albion won and I sure. wouldn't be surprised if it was a draw to be honest it uh, should be an interesting one can't wait for your predictions then <laughs> excellent news um, massive in Ooh. massive in Ooh, so I know you stretch for stretch for time so we're, we're, we're rattling through it today Um I think that we, we put our podcast out late Friday, didn't we? So there was just over a thousand people. We've been late the last couple of weeks, so that's why we're getting this one out nice and early. Yeah, this we week. get nice Give and Give it early. room to breathe. Absolutely. Like fine wine. Tim, where are we massive in this week? Big in Japan. 
Japan. Ooh, like all good rock stars and bands, we've, we've, yeah, we've gone big in Japan. Very good. How many? Four people. Four oh, big boys. In a very small country, obviously, I've listened to us. Um, Thank you, Japan. Alan is back. Well, as yes. always. Well, Alan, Alan never goes away. We bloody love him. Um, what's he said this week? Because something that you said last week perturbed me, and I was, I was annoyed with Hatfield, and um, I think it was a response to, to what you said in the podcast, but I'll let you do it. Sorry? Go on. What's, what's, what's is, he, is he talking about a certain airport? I don't like this tone. Is Ship. he talking about a certain airport? Yeah, so he says it's actually pronounced more like skip hole. Yeah, it's skip hole airport. I said this about three weeks ago, and then you're like ship hole. And then you keep on calling it ship hole. That's disrespectful to the biggest airport in Europe. Skip hole airport. So he says, uh, he says, see you on the podcast then, guys. So right. He's, uh, he's, so he's, he's coming then. He's up for it. Right. And so, so where is he coming then? Uh, the Cardiff game, I think, which is start of April. Right, okay. No fool, though. No fool. April the 1st. Okay. Uh, Kenya, but we're, we're still big in Kenya. Yes. Kenya Maasai Mara, massive in the Maasai. And this week, new country. Ooh. We made it. We're massive in Mauritius. Mauritius. Oh. Delicious Mauritius. Oh, yeah. oh lovely. Ooh. We've gone very big in the Republic of Mauritius. As the it, Republic of Mauritius. As it's known, apparently. Yeah. Um, so, Mauritius, if you didn't know, it's an island nation. Right. In the Indian Ocean. Excellent news. So I hear. It's maybe lovely. Uh, so, so it's like southeast of Africa. Very nice. Hot. Um, yep. Uh, <laughs> the capital is uh, Port Louis, or Louis, depending okay. on how you pronounce it. Um, it. It's basically, we ran it for a while, 1810 to 1968. It was oh, a br- we did? British colony. Nice. I, think so. we, I thought us three ran it for a while, didn't we? We, we, had, it, we had it from the French, uh, and they had it from the Dutch. So it's been passed around, it's been banded around. Everyone's had a go on Mauritius, basically. <laughs> okay. um, but it's now independent. Does what it Does what it wants now, does mm. Mauritius. Um <laughs> Hinduism is the largest religion, the only country in Africa where that's the case. Wow. That is interesting. Uh, but English is its main language. How many listeners do we get in Russia, sorry? Just the one guy. Oh, it's the one it's guy. Just the one okay. guy. Okay. Okay. Well, I think it's a popular honeymoon destination, isn't it? Yes, very much so, yeah. I've, yeah. Got, I've got relatives in Mauritius. Do you? Do I? Do you? Do I? Go on. Uh, my brother-in-law's from Mauritius. And why are we why are we not taking the podcast to Mauritius, though? I'm, well, do you know, I've been invited, so I'm, I'm going to go. Well, I'm they live go. there. No, 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 he's from, no. He's from Mauritius right. originally, so he's got, yeah. So Any got... Mauritius, Mauritius Express and Stars that you can work for there? I'd stay out there if I were you. Yeah, they're for the sake of us all. Are you sure it's Mauritius? Your... <laughs> are you sure this reader? <laughs> are you sure this reader isn't just your brother-in-law going home for a little bit? No, no, quite sure. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm going to go work for the Mauritius Herald and then uh, see you later. Excellent news. Uh, cities. Yeah. We've made, <laughs> you like this. Go on. <laughs> we've made it in. Broadway! Oh, <laughs> love that! Start, spread, I oh know, it's something else. Uh, da, da. Big in Broadway, yeah. Which is, which is where? Do you know it? It's Worcestershire, isn't it? Nearly. New oh. York? <laughs> the, the Cotswolds, okay. of course. Right. Uh, so cheers. Uh, Farnborough, big in Farnborough this week. Farnborough, Farnborough Town, coastal, Sus- yeah. southwest Sussex? coast. Close. Go on. Hampshire. Hampshire, okay. Hampshire. And also big in Glen Glen Rhodes. Oh, that's got to be Scotland. It is Scotland. It's in Fife. Tokyo. But if you listen to Tokyo this Uh, week. Uh, Spalding, which is? Um, Outside London. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) How far? I thought it was on the suburbs of London. No, no. Isn't Isn't it a golf make? Spalding. Anyway, Lincolnshire. <laughs> okay. uh, and finally, in Herentals. In where? <laughs> Probably pronounced it wrong. Herentals. 
I'll spell, I'll spell it for you. H-E-R-E-N-T-A-L-S. No idea. Uh, Holland. Belgium, unlucky. Oh, decent, decent. Very so, good. So, thanks everyone, as always. And we had a, we had a visitor as well at Burton Albion. Oh, Finnage. Finnage. Finneton. Yeah, fin, Finmeister. The Finnery. Um, was massive in, massive in the Maldives. He, he contacted us. Sent um, us a picture on the beach. Um, listening to his podcast, which I thought we were very impressed with, at Burton Albion, just setting up, uh, me and Tim, and uh, he was beautiful enough to come across and say hello. Uh, introduce himself. What were you, I was busy t- tapping away. What were you chatting about? I'm um, just talking about the game today and all the good vibes I was having with the last two games, and then it was going to be an easy, easy victory. So shows how much I know. But great, we shows enjoy- how much Finn knows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, it's very nice to, to meet to meet people like that and to come across. So we like people to get in touch. Yeah, we prefer it when they come and say hello rather than shouting, "You're a banker." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it was actually Finnish who was saying that as well afterwards. Uh, but top, no, it's top great. Bad, Finn. Top yeah, bad. thanks very much. Thanks for listening, mate. Really appreciate it. Keep on listening. Uh, it's quiz time. Quiz. It's quiz time. Woo-hoo. Right, are you ready, gents? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Three. It's not one quiz. It's not two quizzes. Well, it could be two quizzes if one wins 2 0. It's three mm. different quizzes today. That's good. I've got loads of time. Yeah, you have. You're good. You're good. It's the quick quizzes, though. <coughs> okay. Yep. Are you ready for the first one? Yeah, ready. Ready. What's Here it going to be? Go. Is it new? No, the new one is the third one. No. There's two oldies. No. The the new the new one is really good, so I'm hoping it's one more. Are you ready? Yep. Yep. Okay. Still ready as we were yeah, 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 a yeah, few yeah, seconds yeah. ago. Still okay. ready. Still ready. Okay. I'm gonna get my I'm gonna get my money out of this. It's got to be family fortune. Yeah, it's standard uh, but, but. Oh, did you pay for that? <laughs> uh, £14.99 to get this Family Fortunes game, which just... Oh, where is it? He's getting an actual board game out. You didn't have to hide it this week. It's not a big surprise. Here we oh, go. Here it's comes a buzzer. Here comes a... Hey! <laughs> <laughs> That's better than that. Uh... Here we go. £14.99. It's going to get some plays. It's going to get some usage. Get on those buzzers. Are you ready? Matt, you're on A. Timothy, you're on B. Yeah. You've got to wait now until that light goes off. Okay. 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 Sorry, I got a bit excited. <laughs> that light takes a while. Oh, now See? he's done it. Yeah, it's loud. Are you ready? Okay. No, we've got to wait for that wait light. Wait for the light. Wait for the light. Great podcast this. Right, camera. Okay, okay. Right, yep. Top 11 answers on the board. Oh, God. <laughs> In the January transfer window, name the top 11 deals of all in British clubs. Oh. That is tough. Top oh, Tim Spears is in. God. <laughs> on the board, top 11 answers. Top 11. I'm, doing, I'm doing this because I think that a lot of people won't get three or four of them. Uh, Jesus. Jesus. Ting! Second. 27.2 million from Palmeiras to Manchester City. Have you got one that's higher, Mr. Matt Wilson? There is one higher. Oh, God, is there? Um... Silence is great on the podcast. Oh, sorry. One higher. I, I don't know any... I can't think of the person. <laughs> no good. Um, okay, it's over to the Tim Spears family. Would you like <laughs> to play... Would I like to get all ten answers? Oh, I think I'll pass that. He's going to pass it to Matt Wilson. Matt Wilson, you have got ten players on the board... Yeah. ...who went for big money in the January transfer window, either coming into to British clubs or moving out... Right. ...of British clubs. Okay. Can you name them, please? Jake Livermore. 
Jake Livermore is oh. not there. <laughs> good, good start. That's one. Is a good start for you. Right, uh, Van Arnholt. He was more, wasn't he? Van Patrick Van Arnholt. Oh, how, how many people moved for big money? Right, okay, Odin Agarlo. He went for big money. Ting! Odin Agarlo was there. He went from Watford to Ching Chang uh, for <laughs> $19.81 million. Ching Chang Chinaman. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to... Yeah, or Chang Chi, something like that. And he went to the Chinese <coughs> Super League. $19.81 million. Number four. Number four. Number four. So you've got number two and number four. Oh, God. This there is are where... plenty, though, plenty of uh, big players here. Big You've players. Got one lifeline left. Uh, big players. Big... Let me think of the teams. Um... We're, good, we're good on time. We're good on time. We're doing Schneidlin. Morgan Schneidlin. Ting. Very good. Very good. Lookman. Well, well, relax. <laughs> no, just chill. Okay. Sorry. That was number five on the board. He went for Man United. Over to nineteen point four seven million pounds. Space family. You might get a chance to steal. Thank you. Um, who else would you like to have on Well, now, now I've just thought, I think Lukman went for less than Van Arnholt, so I'm going to change okay. that. I like that. Um, oh, goodness. Who, did, who else did... Uh, all, the teams, all the teams at the bottom confident? He's confident. bought players, didn't he's they? He's confident. I think he's got the number one answer here. Oh, all the There's one who went for massive money. From an English club? From an English club. To an overseas club? I can't say. Can't give me that much. Massive money. Yeah, I'm gonna have to rush you as well. Uh, I can't. Give me ten seconds. Five, four, three, two. I haven't got it. One, half, quarter. <coughs> Tim Spears, can you nip in with one of the top eight answers that are on the board? No, I'm not sure. It's hard. Oh! <laughs> Hello. I was acting the big guy, but really, I've got nothing. <laughs> wow. Uh, how, how big are the number of the transfers? Are the well, they're above. Involved? They're above twelve million. Ten seconds. They're above. They're above ten million. They're above ten. I think they're, they're above. above four. They're above, above twelve point seven five million. Is that how much Van Arnholt went for? Think of a Helder Costa, then, please. <laughs> Don't tell me that's in there. You ready? Ting! The last no answer! No way! Costa! You, you, you probably got, you got me there to give me a bit of information to me. That was a bit cheeky from you. <laughs> but it was in analyst? there. Uh, yes, so, so, so Spears takes the money, takes round one. Oscar, £51 million, pounds, number one answer. Oh. Um, £51 million? £51 um, Dimitri Payet oh, yeah. left, £24 million. Um, and then you could have had uh, Wolford and Didi to Leicester, uh, Gabbiadini to Southampton, Depay to Lyon from Man United, oh, yeah. uh, Robbie Brady, um, £12.84 million to from Norwich to Burnley. Yeah, and Middle Hylovich from, um, he went to Crystal Palace. Oh, How much was he? £13.6 Yeah, crazy that money, was tough. crazy money. Um, right, so 1-0 Spears. The next What's question. What's next? The next quiz is coming up in a minute when I sort my phone out. Here we go. He's going to ask us if, if we're ready again in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, would you like to go 20 questions in Mastermind? General sports trivia. Tim might know some of the answers. No, he won't. He won't. These are quite good sports <laughs> trivia. Would you like to go first or second, Matthew? I'll go first. First. Okay, here we go. 20 questions. 
Once I get through the 20 questions, <coughs> then we'll see how many you get. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Tim, can we get some clock banter, please? You have two minutes. Tell me when we've got it up. And I've got the beep as well. No, I'm going to stopwatch. Oh my goodness, you're joking. You've got a stopwatch. You've got a phone. What phone have you got? You've got a stopwatch. You've got a Nokia. Matt, do you want to get a stopwatch with me, please, on your on your iPhone, please? You've got a normal phone. Deary me. There you go. How have you not got a stopwatch on your phone? Okay, here we go. Right. Are you ready? Uh, let's go. Uh, which race course is the Grand National Run? Aintree. Correct. Which cyclist has the record for winning the Tour de France seven consecutive times? Asterisk. Lance Armstrong. Correct. <laughs> on a dartboard, what is the number di diagonally opposite to 19? One. Correct. Nice. In the game of snooker, how many balls are present at the start of the game? On the table. 16. No, 22. Uh, who was the first unseeded man to win Wimbledon's, Wimbledon's singles title? Uh, Becker. Correct. How many players are in a rugby league team? 11. Wrong, 13. Uh, which sport is Silverstone most associated with? Formula One. Correct. In 2004, the Olympic Games came home to which city? Athens. Correct. Uh, what is the name of a one-stroke over par for a single hole in golf? A bogey. Correct. In 1996, whose ear did Mike Tyson partially bite off in the ring? Holyfield. Correct. Doing well. Um, where did the English rugby team play their home internationals? Twickenham. Correct. What is the perfect score in a single game of 10-pin bowling? 300. Correct. On a standard dartboard, what is the lowest number that cannot be scored with a single dart? Uh, uh, 23. Correct. What is the maximum number of clubs a golfer is allowed in their bag for a round of golf? 14. Correct. Which TV sports quiz was hosted by Nick Hancock? Oh, um, they think it's all over. Correct. Nice. What nationality is jockey Frankie Dettori? Italian. Correct. What is the name of the British triple ju jumper who won gold at the 2000 Olympics? Jonathan Edwards. Correct. In snooker, what colour of the ball has a volume of three points? Green. Correct. True or false, Frank Bruno never won the WBC heavyweight boxing title? Never won it? Yeah. That's false. Correct. <laughs> In what spot will you find a bagel? I've started, so I'll finish. In what sport would you find a bagel? In what sport would you find a bagel? Yeah. Oh, it means a zero. It means that's uh, you American nonsense. Ah, uh, I should know this. A bagel is in. I'm gonna go with baseball. It's not. It's tennis. It's when six oh. love is a bagel. But yeah, yeah, very, very decent. Very good. Very good, Matt Wilson. Very good. Uh, 18 out of 20, I think that was. I'm what? pretty sure. 18 out of 20, and you got them all in the time. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, 70, 17 out of 20. Very wow. good. Wow. Oh, Tim Spears. Oh, hey. Well, there's a lot of pressure on this. I'm going to have to go after this. So I haven't got time for round three of the quiz. Well, that's incredible, Sims. Okay, got to see so, uh, so, so, so you better win. win. So you better win, isn't I? Okay. Otherwise, I don't know what happens. Okay, okay. Well, we'll, we'll End of move days. Move over. You ready? Yes. Okay, let's go. At which cricket ground would you found the nursery end? Uh, Lords. Correct. Uh. Uh, in rugby union, what number does the hooker have? Eight. No, two. Uh. What is the name of the Dallas American football team? Cowboys. Correct. In cricket, what does LBW stand for? Leg before wicket. Correct. To which sport does the butterfly stroke belong? Swimming. Correct. In what, in what two types of events is athletics divided? Track and field. Correct. What is the main trophy in American baseball? 
A Stanley Cup? The World Series. Oh. <laughs> how many balls are used? How many balls are used in a game of pool? Um, ten. Sixteen. Um, what? What was? Who said float like a butterfly, Sorry. sting like a bee? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sixteen ball pool. Sixteen. Muhammad Ali. I'm not having that. Correct. Uh, in terms of face-off, is what the term face-off is used in which sport? Uh, ice hockey. Correct. Okay. Uh, what sport came first, rugby league or rugby union? Uh, league. No, union. Mm. What was the first man to run a mile under four minutes? Roger Bannister. Correct. Uh, for which team did Damien Hill win the Formula One World Championships in 1996? Damien Hill won yeah. it for Williams. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about what, Damien Hill, sorry. What's the name of the main trophy in American football? The Stanley Cup. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, it's Super Bowl. Yes, it's correct. Uh, in which Olympic swimming race did a competitor start in the water? Backstroke. Correct. Uh, with which sport is John McCreary involved? Horse racing. Correct. What is the real name of darts player known as the power? Phil Taylor. Correct. A cricket umpire holds both arms straight up in the air for what shot? How many Six. runs? Six. What sport is Will Carling associated with? Rugby union. To win it, which sport? Which, which snooker player holds the record for the <gasps> fastest ever break of 147? Ronnie O'Sullivan. <laughs> is the correct answer? Oh, he's done it he's with done 18. It. Even, even it really? 18. 18, yeah. 18, 18, Tim Spears. Well done, Tim. Wow. Wow, that was fantastic. I enjoyed that. You enjoyed that? And it wasn't the Stanley Cup? Huh? It wasn't the Stanley Cup? Because you always bring out a Stanley Cup No, that was ice hockey, mate. Oh, right, okay. That was ice hockey. I'm giving you the pool. Well, he got... He got got your Ronnie O'Sullivan He got 16, but okay. 16? (laughs) And Rugby Union 2? Baseball, you got the World Series. You're going to get the dubious... No, you got that one. You're going to have to get the dubious... It doesn't matter. Well done, Tim. I think you got 16 or 17. <laughs> Although also, I finished, I finished uh, early. You might. Extra to be honest, point. Well, no, because we're not doing the pool one. Because pool one isn't 16 balls, is it? So it's the... It's well, no. <coughs> yeah, what pool table are you playing on? 16 know, balls? The pub quiz side. That's, uh, don't it's either them. 9 or 10, isn't it? I'm sure. That's crazy. Anyway. Well, I was using 9 ball pool plus, plus the yeah. white. Yeah. So I said 10. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, so. It's seventeen. Seventeen. So you were level on that one. So there was supposed to be decided, and I guess, but we'll have to give you the win this week. Anyway, I've got to make a dramatic exit. What? Now. This is very what? dramatic. Two uh, two is my prediction for the Newcastle game. <laughs> see, you, <laughs> see, see you later. See you later. <laughs> see you later. later. I have to wait for them for the quiz for next week for the decider. Okay. Okay. See you later, Tim. Bye. Okay, I'm with Mr. Matt Wilson here now. We're going to finish off with some predictions. Here we go. Big games of the weekend. Let's start off with the biggest game of the weekend, Walsall. Huge. Spears is laughing as he leaves the room. <laughs> um, Walsall, big win at the weekend, mate. Yeah, they're, they're on form at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, they're doing... unbeaten in five. Unbeaten in five, and um, they've got a tough, tough game going to the Reebok this weekend. Yeah, very tough. Um, so third in the table, Bolton, but only four points off the players, even though they're 11th. Uh, Walsall, I think they've got a cracking chance if this is going to be a, an important game for them. If they can beat some of the big boys in the next two or three games, so they've got a difficult run, and you never ever know, do you? We well, don't know. Fair play to John Whitney as well, because you know we lost a lot of his players at mm-hmm. the start of the season, yeah. um, and he's turned it around recently. You know, there was a lot of question marks maybe just before Christmas when they were faltering a bit, but yeah. no, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased for him. I'm glad they're uh, they're on an upturn in form. I think this one might be a bit of a step too far, though. A bit of a tough tough game away at the Reebok. Yeah. If they can nick a point, they'll be pleased with that. But I reckon uh, Bolton will probably end up winning. Probably goals, isn't it? 
I'd say maybe 2-1, 3-1 Bolton. Yeah, I, I agree with you entirely. I'm going to say 3-1 Bolton um, on that front. Uh, we'll go to another team. Well, I say another team. One team who's desperately short in confidence. Uh, despite spending £80 million so far um, in the in the new regime. And that's Aston Villa. Yep. Another defeat against Nottingham Forest will be a late one. Um, going away and losing there 2-1. Been in crisis at the moment. I think that they are a point above Wolves in the tail. But at the same time... You feel like Wolves are going in a better direction than them at the moment. Uh, they've got Ipswich at home. Where do you see that one going? I think, uh, hopefully, this will be the, for Villa fans, this will be the time when uh, the, all those new players start to gel. It's yeah. been, been a couple of games, and the Brentford game was shocking, actually. Mm. Um, but it did look like a team that just hadn't played with each other, which, which it hadn't because it's full of new players. Hopefully, um, Bruce has had some time now to work with them and... Uh, Ipswich, you know, they're, they're on a poor run of form at the moment, I think. Yeah. Um, so this is this looks like a, the perfect opportunity to get back to winning ways. So I'm, I'm going to say Villa sneak it 1-0. Yeah, I agree as well. Uh, I'm going to say Aston Villa 2, Ipswich Town 1. Um, we'll go to Wolves because uh, Tim Tim gave us a prediction on the way out. We've gone to see Mr Lambert. Um, Wolves against Newcastle United. Uh, big game in front of the lights, in front of the cameras. Mm. Prediction. I know Wolves beat him at um, St James's Park earlier this season, and uh, I know Tim predicted a draw. But I, I know Rafa Benitez has got all these problems behind the scenes, but I still can't see it. To be honest, I think Newcastle will probably be stronger on the day, although it probably will be close. Mm. Uh, so I will say two-one to the Geordies. Two-one to the Geordies. Um, I think a lot will depend on whether Dwight Gale plays in this one. Uh, I think that Bodvarsson will start up front for Wolves. Um, hopefully, cost us back to his best. Um, I think we can we can let him off with a you know a, a dodgy showing at Burton. I'm going to say a draw. I'm going to say a score draw. I'm going to say one one on this one. And you do go to the new stadium for you, Matt, this weekend. Looking forward to it. Uh, I am. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see the atmosphere. Obviously, you know, lots of things have been written about the uh, the non atmosphere of the Olympic Stadium and and how it affects West Ham. So is there a track around the pitch? Then is it, or they just are they just I believe so. Yeah. Or the, I don't know if the track's actually there, but they. They, they are quite far away because I think right. they've got those um, uh, those seats that come out underneath from uh, underneath but got you, got you, got they're you. still quite a long way away and um, you know if you ever went to Upton Park that was that was a I mean it was an old ground but it was a it was a lovely little ground that um, that 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 kept the noise in in a lot of ways mm. um, yeah a lot of character to it it's always always you're always going to have that fact moving to a new stadium you know but yeah I think Arsenal felt it as well when it mm. went to the Emirates and, and other clubs have felt it too. Um, I'd be interesting to see what happens. As I said earlier, I can't really call it. So I'm going to go for a barnstorming 2-2 draw. 2-2 draw. Ah. I'm, going to give, I'm going to give the Hammers the edge on this one at home. I think they're starting to play some better football. I think they've found a bit of form. I'm going to say West Ham 2, West Brom 1. But I do agree. I think it could be any of the three results um, at the weekend. Let's hope for everybody's sake that we all get some wins. Matt? Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you. Thanks for staying on. I think next week we are going to get back in with the mailbag show because I know a lot of people asking some questions. So we will do or try and get a bit of time last five minutes of the show to answer some of your questions. So please tweet us, please email us and we shall be back next week. Have a great one, guys. Enjoy.